0: Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Years ago, I held a job that afforded me the luxury of connecting with hundreds, hundreds of people in the community. I felt that I knew almost everyone, and because of that, I also felt that my personal life was experienced publicly. While I was at this job, I became engaged, and I was engaged for about a year and a half. I realized that this relationship wasn't the right one for me, so I broke it off. I gave the ring back to my ex-fiance on a Friday, and I had the entire weekend to think about what my experience would be like going back to work on Monday, knowing that a few hundred people would find out that my relationship was over. I dreaded the hell out of that Monday, even though I was the one that broke the relationship off. I felt embarrassed, and I feared everyone would be critical of me, ultimately concluding that there must be something fundamentally wrong with with Janice because she's in her late 30s, unmarried, and childless. I pulled into my parking space on Monday morning, gathered my work stuff, and I headed into the school. I did my best to refocus, but I couldn't help but be aware that I no longer had the beautiful engagement ring on my finger, and that at some point during the day, people would begin to notice that. It was sometime during the day that a colleague stopped me in the hall and addressed the very thing that I dreaded they would, the empty finger on my left hand. Hey, Janice, how are you? The person said, I'm good, how are you? We finished our pleasantries and talked a little shop, and then she commented, hey, you're not wearing your ring what happened? Oh shit. This was the exact moment I dreaded. All of my fears came rushing to the surface and all of my insecurities ran along with them. How do I answer this in a way that doesn't make me look like a 38 year old who just can't get her love life right? I was all sorts of ready for the judgmental response from her. She wasn't somebody I was close with, oddly enough. And her opinion on a normal day wouldn't really matter to me. So why was I so worried today? Why was I so worried in that moment? Remember that dread that I felt over the weekend? That fear of believing that once people found out that I was no longer engaged, that they would negatively judge the shit out of me and hand me my membership card to the quote-unquote too screwed up to ever have a lasting relationship spinster club? I took a breath and simply said to her, it didn't work out, and I gave the ring back. I waited with bated breath for her response. I felt like my heart was going to blow out of my chest. And while those few seconds seemed like an eternity to me, this woman, who i only known as a work colleague, surprised me completely. She said, Janice, wow, I'm proud of you for getting out of a relationship that didn't work. Too many people move forward and get married when things aren't right. It sounds like you did the right thing for yourself. Good for you. Inside, I was like, what the F? Did What the heck just happened? And I realized, and realizing that it did, I smiled. I exhaled and I said, thank you so much for that. It means more to me than you know. The rest of the day, I still held that dread it as my armor. And over and over and over again, my work colleagues surprised me with their positive and supportive comments. I was told that I was strong, brave, courageous, and smart to end a relationship that wasn't right. All of that suffering throughout the weekend wasn't justified. I believed things that weren't true because I had a hard time accepting things about myself. I had projected my insecurities and my judgment of myself all over everyone. I suffered needlessly because I wasn't able to deal with what I believed myself to be. In some way, I thought, well, I already have a card to that too screwed up to ever have a lasting relationship spinster club. I had issued one to myself without even knowing it. I believed that they thought me to be uh, a member of that club as well. I share this very personal experience with you as an example of the subject of today's podcast, psychological projection, accusing others of what you can't accept within yourself. Projection is a funky thing. So often we don't even realize we're doing it, yet when we feel so awful about ourselves, when we feel self-conscious when we can't deal with our self-loathing or inadequacy, somehow it makes sense to us unconsciously to assume and accuse and believe that others feel about us the way we feel about ourselves. Truth is that no one really gives a shit about what's going on with anybody else. Like seriously, nobody cares. Everybody's too self-absorbed. Even the most selfless people have the tendency to be consumed with themselves. Yep, family and friends care, uh, but most people outside of our close-knit circle will find interest within the first five minutes of being introduced to this intriguing information about somebody, and guess what? They move on and deal with their own shit and their own lives. We project by unconsciously taking unwanted emotions or traits that we don't like about ourselves and attributing them to somebody else as well. We all do it. We project onto others what we can't emotionally accept within ourselves. It's a natural defense mechanisms, Defense mechanism, and there are uh, multiple kinds of defense mechanisms. I'll probably address that in another uh, podcast, but for today, we're just talking about one. Think of projection in these ways. A cheating spouse suspects their partner is being unfaithful. A married man who is attracted to a female coworker, but rather than admit things, this to himself, he might accuse her of flirting with him. A woman who is wrestling with the urge to steal, who comes to believe that her neighbors are trying to break into her home. A person who is self-conscious of their weight, Assumes that everyone else notices those extra pounds too, and assumes that she's unattractive. A father who never built a successful career tells his child that he will never amount to anything. When you're in an argument with somebody and you accuse them of being angry, uh, while you deny that underneath your calm demeanor, you're the one who is angry. A bully who bullies other people who actually feels vulnerable, inadequate, and powerless themselves. There are tons more of examples of how we project our unwanted and unacceptable emotions onto other people. The questions are, why do we do this? How can we recognize when we do it? And what can we do when we do it uh, to become aware and resolve it? We reject our unacceptable emotions onto others simply because we can't cope with them directly. We defer them. We deflect. It feels easier and seems to make more sense to us to accuse others of feeling about us, what we feel about ourselves, rather than dealing directly with the things that are uncomfortable. If we can show somehow, if we can somehow escape the wrath of our own self-loathing, And our own inability to deal with what we truly feel about ourselves, then that feels like a big win, doesn't it? Well, it's not a win. What's interesting to note is that even though I'm talking about negative projection, there is something that's called positive projection, right? It can be about positive attributes too, not just ones you perceive as negative. For example, If you constantly think that other people are very powerful and focused, it could be that you too, that you're too insecure to see that you are these things as well. Complementary projection is what I'm talking about. And it's a type of projection where one assumes that other people share the same opinions that he or she does. Think about whenever you hear a story about an animal that's been mistreated, you're shocked to discover that not everybody shares the same views with you about animal cruelty, right? We all believe, here we go, I just said it. We all believe that that you know, animals are are helpless beings and, and they should be protect pre- protected. But when we come across somebody who doesn't believe that, we're shocked. Likewise, you know, although you can't possibly see how other other people perceive like colors for example, You may assume that everybody sees the color blue like you do, but guess what? That's not always the case, but we like to feel connected to other people. So we make assumptions in a positive way. People who assume that everyone has the same skills and abilities as they do are practicing complementary projection, right? So if we believe that everybody has the capacity to succeed, that, uh, we're all good things like that I've mentioned this saying to you before the saying of if you spot it you got it and remember remember this one have you ever or maybe think about this have you ever heard somebody say to you what you see in me is also in you I was once at a training years ago and I saw this woman who was working with the team that was there to to present at this program and I thought she just looked so pretty that day so I approached her and a complimented her. I said, gosh, you just look so beautiful today. And you have such a bright light about you. And for the first time I'd heard this, she replied and she looked at me in my eyes and she said, what you see in me is also in you. And I really love that statement. And I took it with me and I've used it often. The single most important way to resolve negatively projecting all over people is to refocus on what you can do to achieve self-acceptance. We are all scared as hell uh, for others to find out that we are imperfect. And many of the feelings that we have about ourselves, uh, about what isn't right in our lives and what isn't good about who we are, uh, isn't dealt with. And if that's the case, then we will vomit all of our negative emotions onto other people. No one wants to be accused of being like stupid, inadequate, fat, lazy, conceited. But the more you fail to deal with what isn't right within you, the more you will find yourself dumping all of your negative self perceptions onto others. The fact that you might assume that somebody uh, sees you as inadequate, right, and kind of cut them off at the pass, almost get there before they do. That is projection. And inevitably, when you have a practice of doing things like this, you will fail at having deep, healthy, and meaningful relationships. The more you will undermine your success in your job uh, by feeling that others are out to undermine your success will happen. And you will find yourself bothered more often by others' qualities and characteristics and fail to see how what bothers you in others is really what bothers you about you. Self-acceptance is the key, and learning how to deal with those parts of yourself that you actively avoid dealing with is also the key. It is the quickest and most sustainable way to avoid suffering by our own hands, by our own thoughts. If you need help to break the pattern, reach out to a therapist, coach, or counselor who can help you find ways to address what's really underneath your projections, and work with you to develop a healthier self-perception. You owe it to yourself to live in the truest and highest expression of yourself and to have a high quality life. So deal with what doesn't feel right to you. There is someone out there who can help you. You are not alone. Develop a practice of viewing life in a positive way, no matter what happens. Be able to notice that when you're bothered by something in somebody else, that you've got to fix that within you. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively.